You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 77. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. The I... year of the release of Star Wars, 77. <laughs> and uh, you yeah, are sickly. I am. Oh. Sinus infection. But you're powering Boom. through. Yep. That's your level of dedication. Yes. Yes. That's me. Dedicated. You were dedicated. <laughs> I can't even get on the bike. You're down here doing this podcast. <laughs> Sick as a dog. So if, uh, if I'll you... do my best to still be energetic. <laughs> Should do your best to sniffle off mic. Yeah. So uh, what do you have in store for people in your weekend condition? Oh my gosh, there's so much fun stuff happening. We have some a tread event to talk about that's going to be happening this month. Uh, there was some new content added. Um, we have some more instructor news. Uh, we have new rides to talk about. We have a new. A uh, piece of real estate that Peloton is leasing that we need to talk about. Interesting. And uh, some St. Louis retail store news. Well, awesome. So before we get to that, shameless plugs, don't forget, we're available on iTunes where you can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously, which is why we never shut up about it. So we have a new review. Yay. This is from The Wandering Albino. I love these names. They're creative. Uh, and they say, love it. Started listening to this podcast three weeks ago. Such a fun listen. Crystal's laugh is contagious. Aww. And Tom's radio experience shines through. Aww. Aww. Even though you do most of the hard stuff. The oh, editing no. and all the all bells the, and whistles. The way and, you do all the transitions and stuff. It's much. It, it's He's right. Okay. I assume it's a he. He yeah. or she is correct. <laughs> So funny and informative. The perfect compliment to keep up to date with all things Peloton without having to spend too much time in the various Facebook groups. So thank you very much for the kind review. Yes. And if you would like to leave one, you can go to iTunes and we would love to read it. We would. 
You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, join the clip out group, which means you will see more of our stuff in your feed. You won't be as likely to have it throttled by Facebook. And uh, if you're still trying to figure out where to get your podcast and you're not very super familiar with all the various podcast delivery devices, we are now available on Spotify. So um, it just doesn't get simpler than Spotify. So you can find us on there. So there is all that. Uh, We are done with the house cleaning. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Peloton. So there's a big tread event coming up. There is, and it's so, so mysterious. Nobody knows what is happening. It's it's taking place in New York City. It is not taking place at one of the existing studios. I have seen the email invites. It's uh, if you get invited. So like you, you, you don't just get to show up. Uh, it takes place on October 18th through the 20th. And uh, it's called the the tread experience and the interesting thing is it talks about how you are transformed so i don't know what you get transformed into mm. it sounds super exciting i really really wish i could go um i am hoping that i will hear about it before we post the episode that week so that i can tell everybody all about it and we can live vicariously together through those who are Participating yeah, that since, weekend. since the vast Majority of us more specifically Vast majority of you yeah <laughs> won't Get to attend I mean I'm not attending but I'm, I'm not missing out either yeah <laughs> Exactly it Sounds super exciting uh, it Sounds like a really big kickoff event For the tread and I am super excited To hear all the details about it sounds like There's uh, some new outdoor content Yes um, two things with This one they added Seven new outdoor runs Today okay. and um, the other thing that's that's really cool is that Peloton has always been available on Apple products, uh, iOS, and uh, recently all of their content also became available via the web, except for the outdoor content. The outdoor content is now available on the web. I feel like this is good news also because it just means we're getting that much closer to the Android. I'm just hanging in there. It's got to be soon. And uh, it's uh, I can't wait to take all this amazing outdoor content. And I also can't wait to get my tread. That is all. It's the fall. It is the fall. I'm sick. I've got allergies. And so a sinus means- infection It is officially fall This only happens in the fall Well if it was officially the fall You would be getting snot On a treadmill right now <laughs> It is officially fall It's just not here In our house So uh, Jen Sherman And Dennis Morton Have Bowed out of their groups They have As we see more and more instructors Yep Yep I mean we talked about this A couple weeks ago uh, That you know All the instructors They have a new Social media uh, process that they have to follow and uh, They have to leave their respective Fan club groups and so um, Jen Sherman and Dennis Morton both left this Week and they posted really nice Messages both of them spoke From the heart and you know Encouraged the groups to stay active uh, To come visit them on their New pages well they're not new pages They're official Peloton pages so That would be Jen Sherman Dash Peloton and Dennis Martin Dash Peloton if you don't know that already And of course follow them on Instagram You can still keep up with them there Uh, They'll still be able to respond directly there They'll also be able to respond directly on the OPP uh, if that's where You choose to go Um, but They will still be keeping in touch with you If you reach out to them so that's Important to know and I for one Will be staying in all of the groups because They are great communities and I want to stay part of The communities that's that's I it's Not like I interact I interacted with the instructor 
instructors on a day-to-day basis anyway. So I didn't, I don't think it really changes my experience in those groups that much. And it seems like in um, most instances... Yeah, in most instances, I mean, except for Allie Love's group, where you're not allowed to talk about Peloton anymore. Right. That's the only exception. But in the other ones, it seems like you're still going to, it will still get funneled through one of the admins saying like, oh, hey, they said this over there. Yes. Here it is. Yes. I mean, every group's doing it differently. Sure. So I can't swear to it that all the admins will be doing that. But that is kind of, that's what I'm envisioning happening because right. it's happening. Like uh, Megan Yarnell and uh, uh, Arvin are doing a great job as admins over on Olivia's page and Olivia Omato. One of the uh, tread instructors And what they do is they do like conversation starters So they'll be like hey there's a conversation Happening over on Instagram and then they post A screenshot of it and then you can Go have a direct conversation with Olivia So it's a really good way to keep people You know still connected to Olivia Yeah that's a good idea yeah I thought It was a great idea they're pushing out a bunch of uh, New British themed Rides yeah and I owe everybody In our group uh, an apology Because I posted this big thing about How they were going to announce all the (laughs) British instructors all the UK Instructors I got a little ahead of myself (laughs) Uh, I think I was already starting To get sick that's what I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and blame It on that even the New York (laughs) Times has To issue corrections (laughs) I got so excited when I saw uh, You know all the instructors Tweeting about their their British pop And British rock rides I was like Oh I, I totally went to the all for One Ride and I like pictured The instructors out there Bringing out the British instructors because That like sounded like so cool and in my Head I just made that jump and I just Assumed that was going to be the case <laughs> I had several people reach out to me and be like uh, There's a bunch of instructors doing this I don't think You're correct and I was like well, that makes Sense sad trombone <laughs> yeah I uh, I got excited because I know that the the UK store Has opened and I know They were planning uh, on opening Stores in Canada and I I mean, if you are to believe the Peloton Prophet, they have already, you know, started working with these British instructors. And I, I do believe the Peloton Prophet. So I feel like it's already in the works. They're just not quite ready to reveal. And since it's not till next year, I should have realized that. So I apologize. <laughs> it's just the rides, not the instructors. But that's still pretty fun. It is very cool. It is very cool. I just misled people. <laughs> My enthusiasm got the best of me. Peloton is leasing space in a new location. Yeah, yeah. So this is interesting. Um, w- one of our one of our friends of the podcast posted this. They sent this to me. Um, that Peloton is actually leasing space in King of Prussia. Now they have a King of Prussia store, but this is in addition to that. It's ten thousand square feet of space, and it, according to the press release, it's going to be used as a regional distribution center. So I mean, just more evidence that they are continuing to build up their distribution chain. So maybe eventually. That tread's going to make it to the Midwest Which I'm super excited about Well it has to at some point they took your money (sighs) Well they only took the deposit (laughs) They haven't taken the rest of it I will give it to them (laughs) Take my money Peloton (laughs) Just give me the tread (laughs) But just more proof of continued growth Yes absolutely absolutely. And uh, locally Locally Which is St. Louis Yes Your day is getting close It is getting so close When they will finally open A church in your neighborhood (laughs) Church Yeah I mean I talk about this In the interview That we're going to be posting With this episode But there has been A correction to that already Because as soon as we Recorded that Which has only been A few days We got notification That um, there is actually A location um, In the mall Where it's going to go Like Peloton storefront is, Is up It's got the wrap They are not doing The wrap with all the names I'm super sad about that Because I was really hoping 
Clip Art Crystal was going to be on there. I was going to take a picture of it. Instagram that shit. It's not happening. We still need to go to the mall so I can take a selfie of it, though, <laughs> when I feel better because I look yeah. terrible. But uh, I am really excited about this, and I predict it's coming soon. I mean, if they've already got the storefront up, it's got to be within the next like 30 to 60 days. So you would think. I would. My, and, it's, and my guess is it sounds like they're trying to get it up just in time for Christmas. I would think. I would think. So we shall see. And as soon as I know, as soon as I know, I will be letting everybody know. And Peloton, it sounds like, is adding another country yes. to their Yes. List. People have been asking for it for a long time, and it is now official. Canada is here. It is here. I mean, to Peloton. Right. <laughs> Canada's been here for so a while. So there's going to be like a bare naked ladies ride, <laughs> tragically hip. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do something like that. But uh, it's, uh, they're going to... I believe that the store is either open or about to open in Toronto. That'll be the first one. And I have heard that there are more stores to come very soon. So there will be stores in Canada. And then we have, we're already live in the UK with so, their store. So they'll be officially multinational. Yes, it is official. It is official right now because they're already live in the UK. And they did their big, they had a big surprise party for people um, to to do a kickoff in Canada too. That's awesome. Yeah. So the best part about them being in Canada. Oh dear. Means that uh, retroactively, our original pronunciation of Peloton, <laughs> I think, is now correct. It's just Canadian. <laughs> it was the Canadian pronunciation of Peloton. So I think everyone owes us an apology. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. <laughs> I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. 
drink. And it can help replace your, your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. (laughs) Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype-a-phone is Fred and Leslie Walker. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hello. That's the first time we've ever gotten to say hi to somebody and they're actually on camera. Yeah, we got a camera working up in here now so we can see people. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's probably going to cause our interviews to drop precipitously. <laughs> and they once, don't want to see us. Once they get a good look at me, they're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> no, thank you. You have a perfect voice for radio. Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. All right, guys. Well, you know, the usual question I always start with is, how did you find Peloton? So I actually, Fred is the one that is actually like Mr. Peloton, but I was actually the one that initially found it. So before we had kids, we were running together. We did a lot of half marathons and that was just our our sport that we did, or not sport, but our exercise that we did together. And then post kids came and the running tapered off for Fred. I kept at it, but it was just kind of like, that was what I did just to keep the weight off. And, you know, it was like my mental checkout. And then our daughter, she decided to try a dance class and the gym that I belong to was right next to it. So I said, all right, I'm going to hop in and just try the spin class out while she's trying her dance class. And I was kind of cocky about it. I thought, oh, yeah, I'm a runner. I can do this. Not a big deal. And it kicked my butt. It was so, <laughs> it was so hard. I could not even like finish the class. I left there not feeling like deflated, but just like challenged. Like, oh my gosh, I, I've got to get back in another class and I've got to try this again. So then I kept checking the schedule and it didn't work with three kids and working and the classes just, they were offered at like, you know, early in the morning or the five or six o'clock classes at night. And that just didn't work. But I, I kept checking the schedule and kept, you know, checking. And then sure enough, I saw a Peloton ad like one morning I was getting ready for work and I saw it on TV and I said, honey, I think we need this bike. This, I think this is, this is going to solve my problem. And Fred is, you know, kind of, He's kind of skeptical about those things, especially like, you know, with a big purchase like that. And he was like, all right, let me look into it. And he did a little bit of research. So so I called Peloton. And at that time, I guess the people that answered the phones were probably like, you know, John Foley and, you know, those people. (laughs) Because they actually had answers to questions when you would call them. (laughs) This is is kind of a big purchase. And, you know, I'm curious, you know, how long has the company been around? You know, what's your financial situation? And they literally were telling me, okay, well, we've just raised $75 million from this fund and this and that. The other thing, and I was like, all right, well, that sounds, you know, pretty compelling. And like, you guys have an idea what you're doing. When was this? Like, what time frame is this? November, December, 2015. Okay. Yeah. So pretty early on, pretty it was early. right after they had gotten the seventy-five million dollars from 
I can't remember the name of the of the fund that had given them that money. But that was right around that time. Okay. And so th- that was in the beginning, and we weren't sure about, like, the delivery dates. We had heard, like, that they were kind of – I think, like, the more remote areas, they were on, like, a six-week wait. We didn't really know. We were in Atlanta, so we didn't know what the timing was going to be. So we actually waited until December to order it because we were taking a trip with the family and we wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be happening over the winter break. And then... Like, could you imagine UPS leaving it at your door? And <laughs> you come home and there it is. You hope. You hope it's still there. <laughs> Crystal's had hers delivered like three days before we left for a vacation. Yeah. So like she had I this, was devastated. She had this thing she'd been waiting for, for and she weeks. gets it delivered and like, and we got to go. <laughs> so we actually, we actually ordered it while we were on the cruise with his family. I don't know what prompted us to do it like then. I don't know. You were just like, I, I think we should do it. And I probably had said, I've heard enough about this. I'm just going to go online. I've already paid for my internet for the day. I haven't used it all up. I'll just click the button and buy the bike. That's what we did. And then it was there. And then, and so we were in Atlanta and they were doing deliveries really quickly. So we got it very fast. Yeah, probably within like two weeks, I think it was delivered. But there right. was no store at that time, right? No store at that time. No. So we had never seen the bike in person. We'd never touched the bike. We kind of were going on blind faith with a lot of people that did it early, like with the Kickstarter and all that stuff. Wow. So Leslie, you were still running, but Fred, I was still running. And, yeah, and, uh, and, but at the time, like you were still like, you were still like what you would consider in shape. Right. And then, but Fred, were you still doing anything active at that point? Yeah. So Tom <laughs> and I would have gotten along really well about that time. Unlike um, now when we're mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> As Leslie said, I've gone through phases where I ran and I didn't run. And I tried to figure out how to bike from home, putting my road bike on a trainer and all those kinds of things. And it, it kind of just was like ebb and flow. I do have to digress for one minute to tell one of my funny one of my, what I think is a funny story about our running history. When Leslie and I first started dating, we both were, were running. And I remember very early in our dating process, we were going out for a run and I had some concert tickets for a concert, like a couple weeks later for like the bare naked ladies or something. So this is tell you time-wise when this was. So we went out for a run, we had a great run and everything. And I think we actually even went to a running store after that. And then I was like, do you want to go grab some lunch? And she was like, you know, I got to go home and clean my closets. And I was like, okay, this is going south pretty fast. I'm just saying. I didn't know if I liked you or not. And that's why I asked somebody else to the Bare Naked Ladies concert. But, you know. So that was the only Bare Naked Lady you were seeing that night. Certainly at that time, yes. Um, But I digress. So back to fitness and stuff. So I really do like biking. And. The ability to really get out and ride from home is, is it's possible, but it's not like you can get up and do that every day, although plenty of people do. And there was a place where we vacation in the summer that's basically a deserted island. And I loved my bike rides on this island because you would never deal with cars or anything else. And I would take my mountain bike and I would just go and I would bike and I'd 
you know, go through the woods and the trails until I hit the water. And then I turn around and go a different way because it was a really small island, five miles by two miles. So you would run out pretty quickly. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I've got this great idea. I'm going to put a GoPro on my mountain bike and I'm going to record all these rides and I'm going to come home and I'll put them on the big screen in front of my bike on the trainer. And this is going to work. So you and pretty much it, invented Peloton is what you're saying. Well, pretty much. I, yeah. did. I did. I really I invented Peloton before Peloton even knew about Peloton. <laughs> but I think that it failed miserably because I forgot to put the leaderboard on. Had I put the leaderboard on, I would have been like way ahead of them and I would be the new John Foley. But you but did like, invent for sure scenic rides. I did invent scenic rides. So th- that's impressive. Rides. You invented the least popular aspect <laughs> of the Peloton bike. <laughs> You're, I, it was highly unsuccessful. You're the Pete Best of Peloton. <laughs> but actually, like, I mean, I knew that that was when, you know, when Fred was in his happy place at the island, he would just go for hours and hours. And he actually met, I mean, the island doesn't have more than 300 people on it, but he actually met a couple other riders and they would ride together. And he would get up in the morning and do these early morning rides. Like I knew that running wasn't his first love, that biking was his first love. And so that's why, I mean, it it really didn't take that much to convince him, but I knew he was going to love the bike. And I knew that the instructors would be motivating for him, but I did not know about the social media part. Like I knew that Fred was socially connected. I did not know he was going to like, that was going to take off with him. When he started making friends instantly online and waking up to with 6 a.m. tribe, like that's when I knew this was his thing. He loved it. Game changer. And I tease, but that is actually a really smart idea to it use is. a GoPro to record your more fun and visually stimulating rides. That, that actually is a good idea, <laughs> just for the record. The, the audio was terrible because all I hear would. That's probably for the best because I was complimenting you. No, no, no. He's saying on the ride. Oh, I thought he meant me. I was like, oh, good. He didn't hear it. Right on. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you know, the, the social component, I really didn't know about when we bought the bike. And, and I think I was trying to think about that this morning about how I came to learn about that. And I can only imagine that it was something that an instructor said about checking out their Facebook page or something like that. And that's pretty much how the whole thing, you know, just started to snowball. When I joined the OPP or now OPMP, there were 7,000 people on the page, wow. which sounds like a lot. But now that there's 111,000, it wasn't very much at all. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know how many people were active at that time. And then, you know, it grows from there and all the side groups and the instructor pages and all of that. But at that time, that was the only page. So since you guys are in Atlanta, do you get to New York very often to visit the mothership? Pretty much. I mean, in terms of having three kids and, you know, family obligations, because, you know, most of our family lives in other places in the country. Somehow we keep winding up in New York. And like I'm when we super go jealous. visit my family in Baltimore, what do you say? I said, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> When we go to visit my family in Baltimore, you know, I know that my family has gone on these like day bus trips to New York to go see shows and stuff. And I was like, hmm, we could probably do that and run up for the day, go to the studio, take a couple classes, hop on the bus, come back home. I think that was how we did it the first time. And now 
you know, we kind of try to arrange it so that when we go to Baltimore, we can, you know, either fly into New York and then do something and then take the bus ride to Baltimore or, you know, try to schedule some time to go back and forth from Baltimore. And then a couple of times or more than that now, probably at least three times, we've just flown to New York to take classes. As crazy as that is. We took the kids in April and they, all three kids ride. Not frequently. Wow. But they ride. <laughs> They do. And that kind of happened because we had a lot of snow days in Atlanta, which is so weird, but we had a lot of snow days last winter and the kids were just like laying around. I mean, it wasn't enough snow that they could go outside and have fun, but just enough to ice over the roads and make us stay at home and go crazy. And so I think like on day three, I was like, y'all are on the bike. And even our little nine-year-old, like I put him in my shoes and, you know, I think we put some socks in the, in the front so he could do it. And and then they got into it for a while and now they, you know, they're kids, so it tapered off. But we, at the time when they were pretty into it, we took them up to the studio to ride. And that was a lot of fun, except, and they got to meet the Cody, who was their favorite instructor, except for they were just too short. So they didn't actually let him in to ride the, the oldest guys right oh well, bummer so if there's a height requirement maybe i'm okay i've never no 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 been allowed to ride no, this bike no because yeah, i'm pretty actually, sure actually if if leslie had gone up to the line on the wall we considered that there was a chance she might not be able to ride so i told her to just stay away from the line on the wall in the shoes <laughs> i'm okay if how, i take off the shoes not not how happen. tall are you leslie five foot five foot and so that, you're fine tom <laughs> I'll have to ride in heels. <laughs> they actually have a measurement on the wall. Like, they do. There's yeah, a like, on the wall. at an amusement park, you know, you must be this tall to ride. They actually have. That. Yeah, you have to be taller than Yosemite that. Sam in order to get on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> but they had fun. Though. They got to meet the instructor. That's mm-hmm. so and cool. actually like all the fun people that were hanging out in the lobby because we didn't know that they weren't going to be able to go in and ride with us. So they had to hang out and have smoothies in the lobby. And everybody was great with them. They had a lot of fun. Yeah, the staff was really nice when, you know, they realized the kids were upset that they couldn't ride. And I think they made smoothies and stuff. Aww. So it was nice. Does that mean you guys got extra rides, though? Because like you had already paid for them, right? Or- they, weren't, they went back into my account. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Phew, I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah, that's let me let me hang on. I'm gonna peel back the curtain. She was not making sure where that was going was like, so I mean, do you guys have like extra rides? What happened to those credits? Asking for a friend. Yeah, it's funny. Every time somebody posts something about, you know, one of those New York coupons to get discounts on classes, I'm like, oh, I should buy 20 more classes. I mean, I, you know, they don't expire for nine years. I'm, I'm sure I'll get those in time. So, it's it's true. Yeah. Although I saw on a recent one that they had, it was just through Peloton. It was one of the sales they had, but they said it was only good for 18 months. And that was the first time I had ever seen that. Mm, yeah. I've usually seen them where they're a longer term that you can use them, I think. Hmm. They're getting more popular. Well, that's true. A little bit. A little bit. Just a smidge. So have you ridden in the Atlanta store? We have. Actually, one of the funniest things was when they did the 
Pyeongchang Olympic rides, we talked to the store manager, a couple of us, and we we're like, hey, what do you think about like opening the store so we could come, you know, do live rides at 6 a.m.? She was all over it. It was great. So That's we, awesome. We went and did a couple of those. And I think we've had like some people from out of town have been in, like other riders that we know that live nearby. Didn't Billy well, we come big, in? Um, we did a big milestone ride. Did. Fred did his 500. I did my 300. And our friend, Steve. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, they, who's they the Steve? Part. Who's the Steve? I don't know the Steve. Steve Devaney. He's one of our actual friends. In oh, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> you know, those people. Real life people. So very few of those actually, you know, exist. But yeah, so uh, so Steve, we did that with Steve. And then Tully, the swallow, came into town one time. And we went and rode with her. And uh, Oh, and they did the big ride on July 1st. That was so fun. That, um, oh, the all-in-one ride. Yeah. And yeah. We don't have two bikes, so Fred was like, oh, I'll just go ride in the showroom and you can ride from home. That's great. That's a good way to solve that. That's a good way mm-hmm. to solve that. Am I re- misremembering or was did Billy Lenore come there and you guys rode? He did. He okay. did. He, and I rode with him a bunch of times when he came to town. You know, he would post that he was coming to town to ride and anybody want to ride with him. So I, I went in a few times and rode with him. Awesome. Big shout out to the Atlanta showroom team. They have always been yep. so accommodating. They always have a cookie cake, right. champagne. Balloon, champagne, everything. Wow. Really, really they really go all out. Wow, that's awesome. That's so cool that they do that. Mm, cookie. Cool. And we sell bikes while we're in there. Right. Because people are wiping them off, so people are walking by, and they see this big party going on, and they're like, yeah, what's going on in there? So people walk in, and we, I think you've, like, Fred's made a lot of Yeah, I've got, cre- got a lot of credits for selling bikes. <laughs> We only got to write, well, I only got to write in the, in a store once. I was when we were in Chicago for my 400 and people just looked at us like we were crazy. It was an outdoor mall and it was like early in the morning. So like they would walk by and they were like, why are you in the window? Yeah. <laughs> people definitely do that when you're in the window. Like, and I'm always like, like, come on in, come on in. I was concentrating on the ride. <laughs> is there an Atlanta Peloton group? Yes, there is an Atlanta Peloton group. We actually just crossed over the 1,000 member threshold. Wow. Uh, about a We have like, I don't know, five or seven admins that run the group. It's a little quieter than I'd like. I wish that there was a little more activity there and maybe we'll figure out how to do that now that we have a thousand people because you don't need a whole lot of that thousand to make it more productive. But it is there and there is a presence. So there's lots of people and I see lots of Atlanta on the leaderboard. So I know there's lots of bikes here. That's awesome. We have a Midwest group, but I think it's like under 200 people still. I don't know why, but there's just not that many bikes in Missouri. And and the people that do ride don't seem to really be involved in Facebook or social media. We have a few very active people, but we don't have a very big group at all. So Once we get a store, though, I bet that'll I think so. jump up. I think so. Probably, because then you've got the, although I can't imagine how, I guess there will be some impulse purchases <laughs> at a store in the mall and be like, wow, I think I need that. Twenty three hundred dollar bike. Well, don't you know when it's coming? Did have they said when it's opening? Well, I heard November first, but I don't think that's the exact date because the last time we were in the mall that it's going to be in, I didn't see any kind of like activity where I, I didn't see anything where there was even a store. So we need to go back in and check. I need to do some investigative, <laughs> undercover. 
work. I need. I, I hope they still do that rap where they put everybody's mm-hmm. name because right. I'm hoping my name's on there so I can take a picture of it because I'm gonna be super excited about that. And I will say too, like don't forget that Missouri's nickname is the Show Me State. So yeah. I think that they'll probably sell more bikes just because. People can go and look at them Like I think We're collectively Pretty reserved And I don't think Very many people here I don't think people here Are as prone To just like Drop two grand On a bike Sight unseen But what's interesting Is there's also A Kansas City group And they're super active And they're much bigger And so I don't know Why that is It's really bizarre to me But there's quite a difference And I see people From St. Louis On the leaderboard But it's like I high five them I try to I can't friend them On Facebook anymore Because now you can't Tell who's who But I try to You know Try to follow them And stuff And I think they just Think I'm a stalker Because nobody ever Follows me back Nobody ever gives me A high five I don't know Missouri people Don't like me <laughs> I always do that Whenever I see somebody from Atlanta I always give them a high five And I hope that they live in my location And like they know why I'm high five <laughs> Like today somebody had Joe Brace And I was like yeah yeah, that That's awesome say. That's awesome So uh, who are your Instructors of choice Do you agree Do you disagree Is it like the Sharks and the Jets And you have musical knife fights Over who's the better instructor I ride with everyone it's really not a question of like who I like to ride with. It's really just who's on at the time that, because I like to ride live if I can. That's more my philosophy. But I think Fred, yeah, there, there's definitely, like, I think Fred has instructors that resonate more with him. Like, he got attached to a few more instructors than I did. I'm just like, whatever. I'll just, whoever's on, I'll ride with. I mean, I think for the most part, I will ride with almost anyone, but my rides are dictated by time of day. Because I ride almost every day during the week at 6 a.m. So whatever I get, I get. And so it's not like I can be mad that somebody's an instructor at that particular time slot. Now, I do have to say I did have a favorite schedule for a long time. We had the same Monday through Friday schedule that we love. But I'd say, you know, over the last six months to a year, it's kind of gotten jumbled up a little bit. And it seems a little less strategic like we had like the ease into Monday ride and then we had the Tuesday Tabata ride and then, you know, the rest of the week flowed nicely. But now it seems like they have like two high intensity rides back to back. And so there's been a little bit more splitting off by the 6 a.m. tribe to do some on demand rides collectively when, you know, it doesn't seem to be the greatest schedule for us. But I'll pretty much ride with anybody. I mean, I, I think that's pretty much my philosophy. I really did. You know, when Stephen Little was there, he was he was definitely one of my favorites. And I still think about a lot of the stuff that he taught us. And I think about a lot of the stuff that a lot of the instructors teach us when I ride. So I think you can get something pretty much from just about every instructor. Absolutely. I mean, world-class talent. Yeah. If I'm not riding live and I have to choose an on-demand, I definitely am. It's like the mood that I'm in. So, like, if I really, if like, I really want to kill it and I want to be like technical and look at my metrics, then you know, I'll choose a math class. Or if I just want to choose a math class or math, math. class. Well, it's math. kind of the same. Right. It's math, math. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> math, math. <right. laughs> if I really just need some motivation and some hands on my back, then I'll ride with Christine. If I just want a fun time and I know that there's you know going to be a lot of humor on the ride, then I'll go with Jen Sherman because she's always cracking everybody up. 
Yeah, I enjoyed this morning that I got to ride with both of you on two separate rides. That was great. <laughs> that, that's our only if if the one bike versus two bike situation were ever anything, but because there's always two on Sunday morning, it's easy. We just split them. So, but other than that, it's never a problem because the chance of her getting up to ride at six a.m. are pretty much the chance, same as me getting up at six a.m. to go run outside. So gotcha. Neither gotcha. of those can happen. Yeah, people ask us a lot. Do you guys fight over the bikes? Like, who's you know when you can take? And we have never. Yeah, we always seem to like work it out. So there's only been a few rides where I'm like. We're like, I want that ride. I want that ride. Now, of course, when the kids got on, instantly they started fighting. I want that ride. It was a good thing that, like, Cody had the 20 minutes on Tuesday afternoons. He had a 4.30 and a 4.50, and we were able to, you know, get everybody the ride, the live ride that they wanted. Restore peace. (laughs) That's awesome, especially since you guys have a store nearby. So you can't if, if there is something to argue over, you can you can go to the store. So that's good. Do the kids understand that it's not a consumable product? If one of them takes a ride, it will still be there for them to take. But they, but they want to do the <laughs> live ride. Oh, like they're, oh, okay. They're really focused on the live ride. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. I, I get that, though, especially if the instructor knows that uh, they're kids. I bet they get uh, a lot of shout outs. So that's awesome. We try. Like, you know, I used to contact the instructor before and say, you know, hey, my kids are going to be on. But I mean, right now it's like, you know, there's six, seven hundred people on the ride. So they've got to be realistic. It's not highly likely they're getting a shout out. Yeah, it's it's true. They're They're doing their best just to keep up with all the milestones. So it's understandable that. Not everybody can get a shout out anymore. It's a little sad, but you know. It's one of those things like growth. You yeah. know, it's it's good, but there's consequences of it. And unfortunately, that's one. I was thinking about something this morning when Jen was doing some shout outs. I don't remember if it was milestones or birthdays. I was like, you know what they need to do? They need to have a way that after she gives the shout out that they can mark the leaderboard name. Because I always hear instructors say, I'm not sure if I got to you yet. And I'm thinking... Somebody in the control room could just as easily, you know, change the color from yellow to white or check it or something, and then they would know. That's a good point. I know that they can send messages from the control room, but I don't know if they can, like, mark individual people's names. So that's that's an interesting thought. You ought to mention that on Feature Friday. Uh, Of course. Of course. (laughs) You know, another thing they could do is if they were to mention someone they already mentioned, they could just send a small electrical shock. (laughs) And... Or you get a note from the control room. You already said that. <laughs> I like my version better, but it's just good. A little good negative reinforcement. They'll le- quickly learn. They'll learn to keep track of who they've. Right. There'll never be another shout out. Yeah. But, like, I'm not shouting out anybody. But in all seriousness, like on Sundays, I don't know if it's every ride that Jen Sherman does. And I don't know if it's all day long on Sundays, but there are so many milestones on Sundays. It's crazy. I mean, there were at least... 50 this morning wow i mean she was just it's go 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 the whole time yeah so and the funny thing is is if you remember when before the instructor got the full-size tablet like we have it was that teeny tiny tablet that they could barely even see i know jen would be she always leaned forward she'd be like i can't read it i don't know 300 400 something like that congratulations (laughs) and christine would be like i have sweat in my eyes how am i supposed to read (laughs) 
That's awesome. Okay, so Fred, recently, obviously, you were in the the Iron Man Atlantic City relay. So how? Oh wait, was that you? <laughs> you told everybody how you rode in a car with them. <laughs> um, so um, that was a really funny story too, actually. But go ahead. <laughs> how did you get involved in all that? It's all Peloton's fault. It, it, it really is. A bunch of people did that ride, the Atlantic City Half Ironman, last year. And after the ride, there were a bunch of us talking about it. And Chris Gallant said, you should do it next year. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't swim. I don't run anymore. I mean, if I just had to do the bike part. I, I would think about it. He was like, oh, okay, you're in. There's a relay, and you're going to do the bike park. I'm a runner and swimmer. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just saying maybe if. And he's like, no, no, you're, you're in. You're in. You're done. You're in. And that's how it started. And then we went soliciting team members, and Crystal eagerly jumped in. I and I felt eagerly. great comfort in knowing there were going to be at least two noobs on our team. <laughs> no idea what we were doing. And then it took us a little while longer to get our swimmer. Finally, Danielle Young raised her hand and said, I will fly all the way from California to jump in the water and swim for you guys. Wow, I didn't realize she was from California. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. And so once the team was set, it was just figure out how the hell you're going to do this because I had never ridden 56 miles on a bike before. Then Gallant helped me put together a training program and I just got on the bike and between the Peloton and my road bike, I would do the Peloton rides during the week and then I tried to get a long ride on my road bike on the weekends. And that's how it started. Well, you killed it. You killed you it. You killed it. You killed it. I mean, you were you came in like two minutes per mile faster than any of your training rides, so, <laughs> training runs. So you get you get big points for that in the rain. But it was in flat. It was flat. See, that's the only that's the only good thing about Missouri. We've got lots of hills. So I just trained on hills the whole time, and mm-hmm. and it, I had no idea. I mean, I know everybody said it was going to be flat, but I didn't know it was going to make that big of a difference. But yeah, it was a lot easier than I thought. The first seven miles were easier than I thought they would be. But then then after that, it started to get a little harder. <laughs> yeah, so. I didn't realize that you were running on hills because when you would post your runs, that looks kind of flat. On the video? Yeah, yeah you're right. It doesn't show. It doesn't show any elevation. I mean, it kind of shows elevation, but you can't really tell, like in comparison with like where you live or where somebody else lives. So I felt every one of those hills, but yeah, <laughs> they probably didn't look like much. <laughs> so you really don't get enough credit when you like post it on relive because it doesn't show your elevation. That's like, good- all it's showing is your your path. You make a good point. I'm going to have to go in search of a new a new a new app. I'm going to need some elevation so that somebody can see how much I'm really doing. That's good. Number happen. of hills, all of those things. Yep, totally. Have they conned you, Leslie, into trying to do one of these things, or you hold them out? Uh, so <laughs> I, would, I mean, I'm not doing. I can swim. I, I actually this is how did. it starts. This is exactly how it starts. I'm not I trying to convince a, you. I've I, got all. I. I've got all three. I could do a sprint. I would be interested in doing a sprint. I am not interested in training for the half Ironman. Then just do the full Ironman. I mean, just go all in and just knock it out. So, I don't know. Maybe, I I mean, I've always had it on my bucket list to do a a triathlon, but certainly not a half Ironman. I haven't thought about that. 
Not even no. for a relay? Because I heard you were going to be at the next one. That's what it Oh, I would do. Oh, yeah. I would do the, um, for sure, I can do the relay. <laughs> just for the party of it and just to be a part of the, the Ironman experience, I would definitely do the, you know, do the running portion. I have to get through the technique I have for swimming. I'd have to get over the fear of open water. I've yeah. never done open water swimming. Yeah, but see, if we decided to do Chattanooga, Chrissy Blackwood says that you can get in a beer cooler and flow with the current and make the time cut off. So it's true. if that's the case, Chattanooga I mean, would be easy. Yeah. I'm not worried about the current. I get all that. It's just open water. I've never swam in open water before. And I've heard, you know, people that do triathlons, that's probably like their number one reason for not finishing or, you know, something will happen because they're, they've never done. It. They've trained, they've done the training. They certainly can do the mileage, but they're not used to the, the people swimming with you on top of you, over you and all that good stuff. Feels like you're getting clubbed by seals. I think is what it. Well, it's certainly what like. it looks like. The, uh, the seals deserve to do a little clubbing back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know about in Atlanta, obviously. But I know here they have like open water swims in the summer that you can do. In uh, there's like a place here that's called Simpson Lake, and they have a whole program where you can basically just practice all summer long. They set it up every weekend and they even have like a transition area open so that you can practice your transitions and stuff. So maybe they have something like that that would kind of ease you into it because I would be the same way. I mean, I want to do swim lessons and I want to see how that goes, but I have no idea what like actually swimming in open water with all those people coming at you would be like. Like that seems a little terrifying to me. And no lanes. I know. Swimming in lanes. Uh, like, it basically, you know, you know those like schools of fish that it like boils the water. That's what it looks like when they all jump in. It's just like <laughs> it's just this like mass of insanity going down the little waterway. So I I don't know. And everybody complained about at the Atlantic City one. Everyone complained about like getting pulled on. Like people would grab your your hand or your leg and stuff. And so. It's like if you're not a strong swimmer, I could see or not used to even even if you're a strong swimmer, but just not used to being open water. I could see that would be terrifying to have somebody pull on you. Like, yeah, that That seems is that like a normal thing? That seems really rude. Apparently it is a normal thing. And that's why it's so important that you self seed like you're not supposed to go out before. Like if you normally do your mile in 50 minutes, you shouldn't go out early because that like if you're in the way of somebody, they'll just swim right over you. Oh, okay. I was thinking of like when you said self seed, like. When I was a teenager No, 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 no (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different thing Yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't even like when um, Somebody comes in my lane Like if I'm swimming at the pool And somebody wants to share the lane with me I'm like, no So yeah, I'm not really sure I could get through the the swim part (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't really happen very much on the bike Except people are pulling at my raincoat because I wanted a raincoat. They just—they just wanted your raincoat. <laughs> I mean, you were easy to spot between your spots and your bright orange raincoat. Like I can understand they were grabbing at you. <laughs> that, that was—I loved my raincoat. So maybe we will do Chattanooga. It's definitely geographically desirable. I mean, it's only two hours from Atlanta. Right, we have to get the rest of the team together to to commit to Chattanooga, which everybody's trying to figure out what the next race is, but. 
I don't think anything's been solidified, although it looks like a bunch of people signed up for something this week. Was it Virginia or something? Uh, Virginia. I think Chrissy Blackwood uh, signed up for Chattanooga and Virginia, if I remember correctly. And then I think she's the only one that's actually signed up for Chattanooga. I would totally be down for doing Chattanooga. My only concern is that's in May and it's two weeks after when they typically have HRI. So I just don't know if I can be out of town. And we have the kids HRI weekend and the weekend of Chattanooga. So I'm just not sure that I could do that. And to be clear, when I say I would do Chattanooga, I'm saying I would do another relay. I am not ready for the entire thing. <laughs> and I need to research to see just exactly what the comic book store situation is in Chattanooga. <laughs> Tom, I was just going to say that because I know that worked out really well for you in Atlantic City. It did. I got to drive to uh, Red Bank. I, yeah, I got but to drive. If you do bring the kids to Chattanooga, that's one of our favorite cities. Is to it really? Take the kids to. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Like what it's goes on blast. in Chattanooga? All I know is the choo-choo. Yeah, all I know is no, the little train. There's a ton of stuff to do. There's they have a great a great aquarium, like a two gigantic building aquarium. They have, well, the Children's Museum are that you're too old for that. And then they have these like great outdoor, one of them is called Ruby Falls, which is like where you go under, you see a waterfall underneath the ground. And the other one is Rock City, which is these amazing caves that are high up on a mountain, which is, it sounds rigorous, but it's not, it's totally family friendly. It's a great city for kids. Wow, yeah. I had no idea. It was so great. Maybe we'll leave them there. Skate <laughs> <laughs> out of there quickly. Yeah. Be right good. back. <laughs> Hope you like trains. <laughs> and games. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I have to. I have to ask you guys. You guys mentioned to me that you have a tread. So. Is that okay to bring that up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I need to know if the uh, undercover operative was, <laughs> was right about anything or everything. Tell us all about it. The undercover operative was 100% correct about everything that they said. In, in fact, I, I can't find a single thing that the undercover, undercover operative told me that was not correct. It is the best thing since... T- well, there was sliced bread, and then, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what came after sliced bread, but it, it's, it's really lo- what's that? <laughs> the bike. <laughs> oh yeah, the bike. The bike and then the track. It's really Leslie's thing because Leslie's obviously more of a runner than I am. But you know, when the tread came available and they were talking about it, how much money it was, I'm thinking there is no, we're not. We have a treadmill. I, I, I don't see this happening. So I called Leslie and I was like, hey, uh, the uh, the tread is available to pre-order. You know, if we want to do it, it starts today. And I was like, we're, we're not getting one, are we? She's like, yeah, we are. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm signing up for that right now. Let's just click right through there just like the bike and press the button and see what happens. It was wow. a crystal squeak. I feel like it was appropriate I mean the tread is very exciting So the delivery experience went well You didn't have any issues with anything It did I think that you know the whole idea Of doing what they're doing Is so that You know when they do the full rollout That they've got all of the teams Trained to know what to do They found a couple of things Like there were some connectors that weren't marked the best way that they could have been marked and it caused them to plug something in upside down. So there was somebody from New York from Peloton that was 
helping train the guys that were putting it all together. And I think it was a really good idea to do this so that they can minimize the number of issues that they have once they do the complete rollout. I mean, the thing is heavy. It is heavy. I think the tread platform is 392 pounds. So although you can roll it, if you put the incline all the way up and lift it from the back, it's still pretty heavy and you don't really want to be moving it very much once it's in its spot. That's that's just another workout option that they've made available to you. Yes, that's the heavy lifting because I think they don't have dumbbells that go up to 392. So when you get to the heavy part, that's where you go. It's very forward thinking. And how are the boot camp classes and how are the the runs? Like, is it is it amazing? Let me live vicariously through you. (laughs) I mean, first of all, after being an outside runner for 20 some years, like it feels like I'm running on clouds. I hate the treadmill. Like I've never been a treadmill runner. I will run in 30 degrees and rain before I will get on a treadmill. I not anymore, but prior to the tread, like I just didn't do treadmills unless we were like, you know, vacationing and we had no choice or whatever. (laughs) So I bought a new pair of shoes. I got on the tread and it literally felt like pillows. It's unbelievable. I could not believe the difference in the impact, the minimal impact to my knees and to my feet. That is so the machine is is absolutely amazing. And the sound is incredible. At first I was like I was not used because when I ride the bike, I always ride with headphones in, earphones. I mean, no matter what, even if nobody's in the house, I still put them in because I just have to have that voice coaching in my ear so I can focus. Okay. So I was a little leery to try just running with the speaker, you know, out there really loud. But I knew that it was a superior speaker than the bike. So I knew it was going to be great. So actually, I think I took my first run and I said, Nope, I got to have my headphones just because I was used to that. That was, that was habit. And I think I tried one set of headphones and I didn't like the way it came through. It was like a little too trebly. It was probably the earphones, of course. And I said, No, I'm just gonna stick it out and try to get used to just listening through the speaker. And now I love it through the speaker. Oh, Wow. I, I guess I'm really I'm surprised to hear that if you're used to it, that you like it that much. But I like listening. I know the bike doesn't have a great quality. And I usually use my like Bose little Bluetooth thing, although I've been having Bluetooth issues. But that's a whole nother story. But I am really excited about that because I want to be able to hear the music and feel like surrounded by that. I want to enjoy that. What What is the music selection like on all the the runs so it's different than the bike they have like the themed you know 80s fun run and the disco and that definitely you know keeps you going and that's a lot of fun but on the tread you're more focused on what the instructor is saying and you're more focused on your form and it's just more for me it's more of an instructional time as opposed to when i'm on the bike i'm always you know listening to the instructor and worried about my form not worried but you know paying attention to my form but you can't mess around when you're on the track like it's more of a focused activity so you're really paying attention and so the music has actually become secondary because i'm listening to the instructors and what they're and sometimes that you know they'll regale you with a good story or you know you're just I don't know it's kind of funny because I really thought that I was going to be into you know music motivates me when I ride and I really and, and when I run outside and I thought that would be the case but it's not speaking of the instruction and paying attention so I think pretty much 
most instructors will tell you to remember to double tie your shoes. At least I know a couple of them do. And every time I'm like, I never double. Why the hell would I double tie my shoes? Twice I've had to get off the treadmill because I've untied my own shoes. <laughs> so lesson to be learned. If they tell you to double tie your shoes, double tie your shoes. But in terms of running, I haven't run in I can't remember how long. And I've taken probably two or three of the running classes and, you know, nothing crazy. Like just a little 20 minute, you know, get a taste of it kind of thing. And I've really enjoyed them. And I have no idea where that's going to take me, if anywhere. But, you know, for now, it's just like Leslie says, it's it's a completely different experience than any other treadmill. I mean, just the way that you land on the treadmill and the feel of it and the ability to change your speed and your incline with the rolling controls on the sides that having to, you know, multiply press a, a button on a little tiny screen. I mean, it's just an amazing piece of equipment. The boot camp classes are, yeah, everything is a game changer. I mean, for so many years, I just used to go out and do my thing, do my 30-minute run, do my 40-minute run. I kind of put my mind in a different zone, and off I went. You know, I never thought about form. I never thought about strength training. Like, I just did it. You know, it's just kind of running the drill. And now it's like you are so engaged and so focused when you are on the trip. And when you get off and do the boot camp, like, your adrenaline is still high. Your heartbeat's still high. So it is really an amazing total workout. I love the boot camp classes. And did you feel like the, do you guys feel like the transitions are easy to follow when you go from the tread to the floor workout portion and back? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. So we actually have space, you know, for anybody who's thinking about the design of where they're going to put their tread, make sure that you have space behind your tread. More next to it. We, we use it behind, but you can do it next to it too. Right. So I'm looking at it like, you know, straight on with the mat right in back of the tread. And it's very easy to go to go back and forth. And how much room do you need back there? Just like the size of a mat, like a yoga mat. Okay. Okay. And probably some room to like swing your arms and stuff too, I would think. Yeah, probably. You wouldn't. I mean, if you have it directly against a wall, the tread, then you probably want to have, you know, the, the mat a little bit further away from the walls. The okay. wall, so you don't. We have a little fan. We have a big fan, actually, for the bike. And we didn't think about that for the tread, but I would say for anybody who's thinking about getting the tread and thinking about little equipment, like a fan is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you want to feel that breeze when you, because you're, you know, the sweat is, well, everybody's dripping and sweating after, you know, a ride or a run, but I love that, that breeze while I'm running. Kind of makes me feel like I'm still outside. It doesn't seem, though, like, and I don't know if this is, is from not as many people on the leaderboard or if it's just it's a different kind of class. It, the, I've only taken a couple, obviously. But when I have noticed it, it doesn't seem like you're as focused on like the energy from the room as when I'm on the bike. Like it feels very different focus. Is that true? Do you guys feel that way? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I was like, trying to get to. Like, okay. you know, sometimes there's a party in the room on the bike and the instructors are much more focused on on getting the job done. Gotcha. And they are, they're not used to having home riders on right now. So they're not getting shout outs. And that's kind of, um, I mean, I think it's going to change there, but for, you know, six months, they've been giving shout outs to people in the studio. So I took a live class the other day. There were 13 people on the leaderboard and I didn't get a shout out. So I pretty much, <laughs> I was about to return my tread. <laughs> There's only 13 people. On the, how did you miss me? I mean, I know I was near the bottom, but still, 
They were I like, mean, they, they, were, they are, they're, they're definitely starting to, but that's like a learning curve for them. They're like, Oh wow. We have home riders. I mean, they're used to riding, you know, just their, their runners and not home riders. It's now home runners that are, in the studio you guys need to hit him up on instagram and be like dude i'm gonna be on your run so um hello make sure you see me okay <laughs> see, so that's how long peloton's been around now like it used to be you do that on facebook but now we're gonna have to move and do it all on instagram because nobody's doing that on facebook anymore well you could reach out to them on their official peloton pages as well true true, true. but instagram i feel like especially the tread instructors i feel like they are quicker to respond on Instagram. I feel like they're, you know, I like the direct messaging piece of it. And I I guess you could do that on Facebook. It just feels more personal somehow on Instagram. I don't know why. I still can't figure out Instagram. I'm better with Instagram. That's stupid Snapchat. I hate yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat is just... <laughs> Snapchat. I'm just I can't a, even. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Instagram, I'm, I'm still in the... Uh, I'm still in the learning curve phase on that. I'm not. I'm not quite there. I am still like, oh yeah, I should put something over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> so uh, I can't speak to that. I'm, I'm like not into the social media. I'm very involved in the here and now. Like when I'm on the bike, I'm always, you know, I always do. If I'm riding on demand, I always do here and now, and I always give the high fives. But it's like I'm in the moment. But then when I get off the bike for me or the or the tread, it's like it's done. You moved on. on to the next yeah, I get that. What were you going to say, Tom? Oh, I was going to ask what their uh, leaderboard names are. My leaderboard name is the Fred, <laughs> <laughs> which is a name that I've had for a long, long time. I guess it goes back probably to some of my high school friends, and I was either the Fred or TF, <laughs> as it was known for short. <laughs> And actually, when I first set up my account, I set it up as ATL Cycles. And then I was like, well, that's really dumb because it, nobody will know who I am. So I should put something <laughs> with my name. And so then I was like, well, I've always been known as the Fred, so I'll just go with the Fred. Now, of course, that has morphed in, into its own existence. There is the the group now that consists of people who have been pre-approved to have the as part of their leaderboard names. We have our own separate closed Facebook group that we're very exclusive <laughs> about. We're very protective of anything. I didn't know there was to... a whole group. Oh my God. <laughs> you didn't know that there's a whole the group? I didn't. They probably kept it from me. They didn't want it out there. There's there's you, there's requirements. There's like a 400 and something word essay that you have to write <laughs> about why you should be part of the, the group and, and all those kinds of things. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. And, and of course, uh, the Megan is, is one of the co-founders of the, the group as well. So of course. We've, we've got, uh, you know, some people out there watching to make sure people aren't just throwing the as part of their leaderboard names without proper approvals. So I run Spin Run and that's, I think when we first got the bike, like I knew that running was going to be my mainstay. And so I think I, I chose appropriately the name because I, I really didn't know, obviously, I didn't know the tread was coming, but but I do think I have a pretty cool leaderboard name now that we have the tread and the bike. Way ahead of her time, clearly. Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah definitely almost ahead of the pro- curve. Almost profit-like. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> but I did have like a brief Peloton leaderboard identity crisis oh. at one point. I did change my leaderboard. Fred and I, I think it was our first time that we went to the studio, studio and we wanted... 
And Fred wanted to make shirts, and and so we wanted people to know that we were together. And so, because God forbid they didn't, they'd have been all over me. It would have been a big problem, and I, I didn't want any of that. Sure, you just hate to uh, break their hearts like that. I know. It's just mean. So I think we did like I was thinking in bed with the Fred, and I was like, oh my god, that's totally like that would be so funny. But people would be like, what is that? On the, on the so then I said, all right, let's just do it like a little more wholesome. So. I said, okay, I'll do I wed the friend. <laughs> so I was, I was, I wed the friend for, I think, a few months. I think pretty much as soon as we left New York, you're like, I'm changing my name back. <laughs> right. Then, so now people are like, they're so confused because they're like, I thought you were I wed the friend. No, no, I'm not saying so I went back to my original. When you went from I wed the Fred back to your original name, were people like, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> Something go wrong? <laughs> Yeah, I just had my little, like, well, little. It was a little brief, you know, yeah. identity issue. <laughs> so why not the Leslie? Why have you not been approved for the? Oh, uh, that's I don't a know. great question, Tom. I don't. She's never applied. <laughs> she's like, I, I love that I can see the video because she's like, I have no interest in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as cool as the friend. Man, I was trying to start a fight. It's good for our downloads. Okay, this week's we episode? Have, like, our kids, They're all those. Yeah, the kids are the Fred son and the sports bagel. The sports bagel, because that's his, his nickname. Our oldest one is sports bagel. And the Izzy. And the Izzy. So, yeah, the whole family is that, except for me. Wow. Wow. Man, I'd start to take that personally if I were you. <laughs> Even the dog is, has a the name, so. I tried it. I tried. I just, I just couldn't stick with it. <laughs> you have to, you have to you know be what? true to yourself. I wasn't getting the shout-outs anymore. Oh, that's what it was. Of course. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, as soon as I came back, and then the shout-outs stopped. And that was also when, like, Peloton exploded. Okay. Like, it was, like, I think it was right before Christmas time, like, 2017. Like, it, I just, like, 2016. explosive amount of new riders. So the shout outs came to a dramatic halt, and I was like, it's my name. They don't like my name. I'm going back to Princeton. I understand. I, I totally get that. My first leaderboard name sucked, so it had to change. It was, I totally get it. My first leaderboard name, it was awful. It was headed up, like headed up the leaderboard. First of all, I didn't head up the leaderboard. <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I was going to get better and go up the leaderboard and people just kept adding. They were just more people. Right. So I <laughs> and second of all, I, nobody understood it, got what it meant, and I never got any shout outs. I don't think I ever had a shout out with that leaderboard name. So it had to go. Also, we started the podcast, so it was yeah. a good time to switch. <laughs> it's true. You should have, you know, you don't have to be like the most creative with your leaderboard name, but like if you want to even just get recognized, like you have to have something that people can read that's just interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was going to be spin three eight seven two six four nine one, but I thought, you know, that was taken. So instead, you went with spin three nine four eight seven. And then eventually he changed it to yeah, the front. because it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> so easily. Yeah. So do you guys have any advice for people who are just getting their bikes or, you know, maybe their tread? 
<laughs> for the tread, I would say do all the instructions. Like people always give the advice for the bike. The same goes for the tread. When you get the tread, you know, run with all the instructors. I've, I think I've run with all of them already, and I love all of them. They really are world-class instructors. And for the bike, I would just say, you know, Cody has a funny saying. He says, it's just not that deep. And I think that if you're new to the bike, you shouldn't wait to get on a live ride. Like, I think I was a little intimidated in the very beginning. And I think I waited, I don't know, a month or so. Definitely get on a live ride and, and check it out. And it may not be your thing, but but try the live rides. I think they're a lot of fun. I mean, I would say that I know a lot of people say, you know, find your tribe, find your people and all that kind of thing. But I think you just you just have to start. You just have to start, especially for people that are starting exercise that haven't been doing exercise and just, you know, commit to doing something not outrageous, you know, say I'm going to do three 20 minute rides this week and then just let it evolve naturally and see where it takes you. And if you're, if you gravitate towards a particular instructor, then you can find other people that ride with that instructor and, and then, you know, connect with them that way. So I think that you have to start with reasonable expectations. And I know a lot of people, I see a lot of posts on the OPP, you know, how much weight did you lose from the bike and, and all that kind of thing. And, and to be perfectly honest, that's not where you lose the weight. One of my favorite sayings that I stole from someone, I don't remember who is, you'll never outpedal your fork. So, you know, if you're not eating right, you know, you might get some benefit to exercise from a weight perspective, but probably not a lot. And that you just have to make reasonable expectations of yourself as to what you can do and then see where it takes you. But don't give up and don't complain about squeaky pedals and your seat hurts and all that kind of stuff. Just... <laughs> Just, just roll with it. Just roll and I with think it. if you're not on social media, just listen to the clip out. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, you've already like, you're like, you're way ahead of the you're game. You're 90% there because I don't have time to hear all the ins and outs and I'm not on the OPP. So I really don't know what's happening. And when I'm, I wrote a review a few months ago, like when I'm in the car, that's pretty much my only time that I can catch up on Peloton news and I get it all from you guys. So a big shout out well, to you guys. Thank Aww. you. Well, thank you. You're now my new favorite guest. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Fred. <laughs> and the stories that we hear are just so compelling. And I don't know how you find these guests, but their stories are phenomenal. Really. I, I mean, some of them are funny. Some of them are heartfelt. Some of them are just truly inspirational and I love listening to other guests and their stories, and I always go and friend whoever's on. I always go and friend them afterwards. You mean you follow them? I follow them. Yeah, <laughs> social media terms. <laughs> I totally I knew what she meant. I knew what she meant. Well, speaking of social media, before we head out, where can people find you on the social medias? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Facebook, but I don't. Don't you won't get a response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to reach Leslie, reach out to the Fred. <laughs> See, that's exactly like we have that going like with like our friends. They'll like text her and then they won't get a response. I said, why did you text her? Text me. I'll get you the answer and then I'll, I'll let you know. You're her agent. I am her agent, absolutely. And on Facebook, I'm on a need to know basis. So Fred says, if there's something that I need to know, then he'll say, get on and check that out. Wow. So I am on Facebook at 
whatever my name is, right? Fred Walker on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, you know uh, your name. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, I am the Fred W. And since Tom is such a fan of shameless plugs, my law firm is available at <laughs> www.walkerlaw.com for all of your legal real estate needs in Atlanta or the general metropolitan area. We'd be happy to help. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Great usage. Yes, absolutely. So so few people take us up on the shameless yeah, totally. plugs, and like we a, totally always put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking time. Uh, now that I, I didn't realize you were a lawyer, now I'm like, oh, man, do we probably owe him like $300. <laughs> he didn't send a bill yet, so. Yet. Keyword. <laughs> I think the drive across Atlantic City probably cost you more than this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, his car. Well, that's the best. Car. That's the best part. But we're supposed to leave the car and take the shuttle. And I made the executive decision: we're stealing Galant's car, and we'll beg for forgiveness later. And because we were trying to get to the finish line to catch you when you came in on the run, and on the way as it was soaking and pouring down rain, I said, "Does anybody have raincoats?" Nobody had raincoats, so I was like. We're stopping for raincoats on the way to the finish line. We did. Got raincoats. Well, that was smart. I'm glad you guys did that. I'm very glad you guys did that. It was too bad they ran out of those little heat blanket things, but the the rain jackets were good. That's okay, because the guy in front of you had five of them. I know. That's the important thing. I wanted to go punch that dude. He's like... I was like, okay, now you're just showing off. He had it like tied around him as a skirt. Yeah, he, he had, had one over tied shoulders. around his shoulders. He was wearing he one had... as a cape. I mean, he turned was, one into a hat. It was out of control. He had a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I think he even had some mittens. Yeah, like it was... <laughs> he was using one as a napkin. <laughs> Oh, thank uh, you guys yes. so much for doing this, for taking the time. It has been a blast. I really enjoyed Our it. Pleasure. Thank you for Thanks. having us. Here's today's recipe for success. So before uh, we do our regular show end, Fred had some people he wanted to thank that he did not get to in the interview. Yes, he wanted to make sure that he gave a special shout out to Diana Nichols and Timmy Hadra, because apparently they have, can you believe this, ridden with Fred Every day, almost every day, for the last two and a half plus years. Oof. I know. Those are some patient people. Right? That's <laughs> hats off. That's off to you. It's nice to see people helping the less fortunate, though. That's good. So uh, does, uh, does Fred have a recipe for us? He does. It's a special kind of French toast. Oh, that's right. It's, uh, it's like a Jewish delicacy. Yes. And he had to send us a special pronunciation guide. Right. Because we are goys from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you're pushing that off on me I am. to say properly. Yeah. So I have to hang on. I have to clear my throat. Because I'm, I'm sick. Yeah. So. Although saying this is kind of like clearing your throat. <laughs> so it's it's uh, challah bread. Nice. Did I do that okay? I think you did. I probably, you're probably not the best person to ask, though. It sounded pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Okay. For an Irish guy. I think it's pretty good for Irish. Yeah. yeah. So, so you take the bread, and then you cut it into slices, and you crack and beat the eggs, and then you soak the bread slices in the eggs, and you turn it over to make sure it soaks in the egg on both sides, and then you put it in the frying pan with the butter, fry it on each side for two to three minutes until it's nicely browned, and then serve with maple syrup 
and cinnamon sugar. And I have to point out that this was a special recipe pick for Howie Godnick. Awesome. Yeah, this sounds good. That's a, a, a rare recipe that I would actually eat. I agree. So I I do have to say, I'm pretty sure somebody submitted something very similar uh, not I, that long ago. I thought that we had yes. stumbled on that word before. Yes. And I mean, like, we stumbled trying to say it. Correct. Not we yes. stumbled across that right. word. Right, yeah. right. We were aware of the word. We just didn't know how to say it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> a rare recipe that I would eat. Yes. That's Well, that, I was going to say that's a good thing, but maybe that's... Maybe that's not such a good thing since this is all supposed to be about fitness and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's always like special holidays that you can. Oh, that's enjoy, true. You know, well, I, it would probably be uh, like a holiday, <laughs> like how Catholics have holy days instead of holidays. I, I, I think I, Jewish people could have holidays. I, I don't think that's how that works. They should totally do that. You think that's a new thing? I think that sounds awesome. <laughs> They should you, it, So you, you should all do that If you're Jewish You should take this on It's great It's so much more fun Than a holiday It's a holiday And when you do You can always enjoy Your French toast Right It's a special Special day yeah, So that that is now My gift To the chosen people You are welcome <laughs> I guess that's it For this one Yes What do you have In store for people Next week Carrie Sokol Marathon mom Awesome Yes So until then Where can people find you They can find me At facebook.com Slash crystal D. O'Keefe They can find me At Instagram Or Twitter Or on the bike At clip out crystal And you can find me On Twitter At Roger Kubert Or on Facebook At facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe And you can find the show Online at facebook.com Slash the clip out Also while you're there Join the group Don't forget We're available on iTunes You can go there Rate review Subscribe And also don't forget we are now available on Spotify. Woo-hoo. So yet another new easy way to get your clip out fix. And don't forget about our website. Oh, yeah. The So all sorts of things over there as well. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling. Set yourself free.